Are you passionate about making a difference through design? Join us at the Human Centered Design Network's Circle, a new private community for change makers just like you. Connect with like minded professionals, gain exclusive rights to monthly learning opportunities, and lead the change in human centered design. For more information, see thisishcd.com. Now, let's get back into that episode. Hello and welcome to another episode of Getting Started in Design. I'm your host, Jerry Scullion. I'm a service designer and educator and founder of the This Is HCD Network and CEO of This Is Doing. This podcast is focused on shining a light on the tricky stages between education and employment and also moving careers into design. Now we realise it's not a simple career to break into and I myself can totally relate to this and often reflect back on the time a long time ago when I struggled a few years to catch a break. Now, hopefully this podcast goes some way towards helping you land your job in your chosen area of design. And today in the show, we have Rebecca Murphy, a UX designer based in Sydney, Australia. Now, I met Rebecca early last year and met a few times in a mentorship capacity in Dublin. And since then, Rebecca has successfully transitioned into her first design role and is now actually chapter lead for This Is Hate City in Sydney, where she's hosting events for the human center design community out there. It's a great episode that takes you on the journey from being introduced to design via her job at Accenture in Ireland all the way through to hopping on a flight to Australia and training over there and then landing her first job as a designer. It's a good one. Let's get straight into the episode. Rebecca Murphy, a very warm welcome to Getting Started in Design. How are you? I'm good, thanks, Jerry. How are you getting on? I'm getting on okay, getting through the whole kind of COVID-19 pandemic but um, everything is a little bit tricky. But we're not going to go into that today. We're going to speak a little bit more around Rebecca's journey into the world of design. And I've known you for maybe about a year, year and a half. Mm-hmm. And today we're going to discuss your your journey and, and what that's been like and how you got to where you are today. So maybe let's start and tell us a little bit about yourself and where you currently are at. So yeah, so um, currently I'm working as a UX designer, but I guess before that I um, was working as a consultant, technology consultant in Accenture, a consulting firm um, in Dublin. And then I moved kind of from that into their, so client facing into their innovation center. So Accenture has um, their main innovation center in um, the docks in Dublin so I moved in there and I actually transitioned into a scrum master role which um, for people it's a bit of a weird weird role that's kind of come up in the last few years but anyway it's kind of like agile project management I guess is another way of talking about it but um, yeah I was working as that and then yeah I guess um, we'll, we'll go into it but I uh, I started thinking about the whole area of UX design and I got a little bit of exposure to working with a couple of designers and seeing um, a couple of cool design projects in the innovation center mm. um and then i thought started thinking i was like oh this kind of looks a bit cool this looks a bit interesting and then i started thinking about moving into it so mm. and then i did and that's where i am now <laughs> so, so let's go back um you know into you know 
pre-Accenture, let's let's go into the university world. So what did you study in university? So in university, I studied um, electronic engineering in UCD. Ah. So I, yeah, yeah. So it was, uh, so, it was interesting. So you've got a curious mind. Yeah, so that's kind of where it, it all stems from. So for me, it's mm. been, um, I just, I've always loved solving problems. You know, I've always, it, that's kind of the thing that I've been really interested in. Um, and that's why I went into engineering because I don't know, I was good at math. I liked, I liked to solve puzzles and I was like, okay, this is, this is, seems like the, the course to do. Then I did four years of it and decided that was, that was enough of engineering for me. Um, yeah. and then I moved into more of a consult. Then, you know, if an engineer doesn't want to be an engineer, where'd you go? Yeah. So <laughs> after you finished electrical engineering, you, you took the leap into consulting, was it? Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, I guess I finished. I finished the four years, and I knew I didn't really want to stay in pure engineering, but I still mm. wanted to do something that was, I guess, people facing, and also keep that ability to solve problems. So, I guess naturally, like a lot of the consulting companies, you know, they come into the universities, you hear about them, you're like, okay, this seems like a good, a good way of trying out a couple of different industries i guess mm. so um that's why i decided to move in into that area then yeah so w- when you were studying electrical engineering um what were your thoughts about design at that stage like so you know it was actually really interesting so in my first year of engineering i um, ended up doing an internship within ucd so re- one of ucd's research centers and it was all around um like kind of smart cities and um like kind of the renewable industry and things like that. But um, the big thing that I got super excited about was this whole idea of smart cities and designing kind of the future of, you know, how we live. And I just, the that idea got I got super, super interested in. And it's why I kind of went into um, electronic engineering because I kind of wanted to go down that route of, you know, working within the smart industry sector and um, planning kind of future cities. So mm. I guess that was where design, I started kind of feeling a bit of the notes of design, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> and when you were in school, was design ever, you know, brought to you as a potential career choice? I don't know. It was, it's interesting. I guess I never thought of myself as like naturally creative. Like I liked, you know, I liked kind of design and I, I liked um, kind of the creative aspects of it. But I was never like naturally good at it. So I didn't do art as a subject for school. But um, say, for example, in transition year, in fourth year, I um, I got the opportunity to do architecture as just a, as a subject and tried it out. And I really, really liked it. And I, lo- and I was like, oh, I could definitely see myself doing this as a, as a job. And um, I guess, I don't know, it just it never seemed like a viable option because mm. I wasn't naturally I guess artistic. Mm. The education system, maybe globally, but definitely locally in Ireland, doesn't present design very well in terms of a career choice. It's like the connection between art and design. You know, they're they're two separate things. And yeah, you know, being creative, you know, almost as a as, as a checkbox as being an indicator of you could be good at something. We're, we're losing out so much talent to to people in that space like they, they could ease there's so many designers there that they get into careers that make this transfer so what i'm trying to say with this whole podcast is like if you're if you're working in any discipline and you've always had that itch and you're trying to maybe explore what working in the world of design might look like 
Rebecca is a fantastic example of coming through that journey and going through the whole kind of educational process and coming out the other end of it. Now, now you're in a UX design role. So let's let's talk a little bit more around the process of you're in a steady job, you're in a consultancy, you'd finished your university uh, degree and you know, you've been bitten by a bug, uh, a design bug. And I want to know what you did around kind of to, to increase your chances of success in that kind of shift. What did you do? So yeah, like I guess I decided that um, I liked the idea of design and um, I was lucky enough to work in a company that had um, people in design. So uh, Fjord is the service design company that is part of Accenture. And because hey, I was working... guys in Fjord? <laughs> yeah. Um, I was uh, a bit of a fangirl for a while when I was in Accenture. It was, I'm sure they, they remember. But anyway, so... Um, so yeah, I was just I was just started talking to them and I was like, what do you do? Like, what is your day-to-day job? Is that something that I would like to do? Um, so I started doing that. Um, I actually started, I went to a couple of meetups as well, which was a bit weird because, you know, I don't know, going to one of those things by yourself is you know, a little daunting. You just need to kind of put yourself out there and do that. And that's one thing I have found on this. You really just need to like push yourself out there. So um, for me, it was like, yeah, talking to people in the industry going to a couple of meetups to just see what that whole what the whole vibe is there and then also reaching weirdly reaching out to people on LinkedIn so you know you this time last year I guess you got a a cold message from me on LinkedIn being like hi I you know really want to get into design I don't know how to do it um help Mm -hmm. basically um and I did a couple of those as well and they actually ended up being really really helpful yeah Hmm. Most people will will give you some time to try and point you in the right direction. Um, but what kind of questions did you have? Like, what were you, what were you trying to validate in that process of of kind of exploring meetups and exploring conversations? What were the questions that you had at that stage? So for me, initially, it was based on my background. What are the next steps to get into design? And it was really interesting because obviously depending on who you spoke to, it was so, so different. So, you know, when I initially started reaching out to people, I was talking to those who were pure design. So they did their, you know, their undergrad, their master's, all in design. And their point of view was, you have to do a master's. You can't, you can't get into design unless you do a master's. And for me, I was like, I just don't know if I can commit two two years to something that I'm still Mm. testing if I like. and so that was something I was trying to validate. I was like, can my current experience translate into a job in design? Hopefully, hopefully I didn't say that to you. No, you didn't. You were, <laughs> thankfully, you were one of my saving graces. But <laughs> you were like, don't need to go and do um, a master's. Mm. Um, and you, yeah, you were kind of just like, jump into it and do it, which honestly was some of the best yeah. advice. <laughs> I, I I can hear gasps around the world in universities by saying he didn't recommend a master's. What are we gonna <laughs> well, do? I don't know. Like, because honestly, like you know, having having a master's or having the education is of course amazing. But for those who have already gone through the education process and just mm-hmm. don't want to go back and commit to that, it is it's a tough place to be in because you're like, okay. So for me, I was like can I even, could I transfer internally? Like that was my number one thing. I was like, surely that's mm. the best and easiest way to do it. Um, yeah. Which was also quite difficult, yeah. you know, because you don't have the background. 
I think at the time I said to you, well, look, there's, there's a few options. One of the ones was, you know, what do you have available to you right now? And mm. you had, you know, Accenture Interactive, you had Rothko, which is a design agency in, in Dublin, I was going to say in Sydney. Um, <laughs> and you also have Fjord. And I know some brilliant people down in Fjord in the dock. Um, and they're all wonderful at what they do. And you you had, you were part of that family and that, that kind of setup. So, you know, try and explore what it might look like trying to get some more experience to try and bring design closer in your life, so to speak. Yeah. Um, so that was option one. And option two was something else that I, I floated. Um, and I, I remember I actually recounted the story to a few people a few weeks ago saying yeah. I had a mentor session with, with this person. And I said, look, it's, it's a pity because like all my experiences in Australia and, you know, you know, I'm not a massive fan of, you know, three year incubate or three month incubation kind of programs and becoming at the other end because there's a tendency there as a sausage factory kind of vibe, like, you know, you, yeah. you come in and you come at the other end with a piece of paper, but they do yeah. have their place um, for, for people. And I said, look, General Assembly in Sydney would, would be a good place. And we left the coffee at that. And then the next time we caught up next week, I go, quit my job, I booked flights and I'm going to Australia. And I remember kind of going, yeah. I rang my wife kind of going, oh my God, I literally had a conversation with somebody last week and told them about Australia and they've quit their full-time job, bought a ticket one way to Australia and did a general assembly course. They've dropped their money, all their money into this. I think the pressure, what happens if this doesn't work for this? I felt so, so involved. I was like, this better work. This better You're work so for this person. <laughs> Yeah. Otherwise, I would have mummy and daddy, you know, um, over in Dublin knocking on my door. Oh, so, my God. My poor mum when I told her. <laughs> well, actually, that's a good that's a good segment. Tell us what happened when you went home. So I guess it was it was interesting because um, you know, I'd always kind of done stuff by the book. You know, I'd gone gone to school, did engineering college, then went into you know, a consultancy. So, you know, they've kind of been like, Do you know what? So when I came home and I said it to them, I was like, Mom. I'm going to quit my job. I'm going to move to Sydney. I'm going to become a designer. Weirdly, she was like, okay. She was like, okay. I was like, I, I actually didn't understand why she was so okay with it. And I think it was honestly because I'd literally given all her ideas a shot. Like, you know, I tried all the things, the, the natural pathways that um, are currently, you know, available for people in Dublin. And I just didn't like them. And she knew I was not happy in my current role. So she was like, you know what? If this is something you are excited about, if this is something that you want to do, go ahead and do it. The funny thing was that about a week before I, I don't even think it was a week. I think there was like a couple of days before I left. I was like checking her phone for something. And um, I went into her like last Google search and her last Google search two days before I left was what is UX design? Like my poor mother had no idea what I was getting myself into. So <laughs> So it did you have that conversation funny. with her and explain to her what UX design was? Sure. Like I still struggled to explain it to her. Like I still struggled um to to say it to her before I left. Um I feel like now she she understands. She just knows I work in digital, I guess, the digital space, building apps yeah. or something. Yeah. Um It's a good but, it's a good yeah. story. So you when did you make the leap and quit your job and move across? <sighs> So that was in, I left in July 2019. So in June of 2019, I, yeah, I handed in my notice in Accenture. Um, I bought flights and 
um yeah I basically I got a, a working holiday visa thankfully um I was my boyfriend at, um, at the time still uh wanted to go as well so he he uh he joined and yeah, uh, yeah we got on a, we got on a plane and we moved to, to Sydney in July in the depths of yeah. winter over here which is actually kind of chilly <laughs> yeah I do actually do remember me floating a question to you saying do you like Australia and you're mm. like oh I've always wanted to go to Australia so the the, the kind of nudge you know, what wasn't much of a nudge. It was more like, you know, all I had to do was just tap you on the shoulder and you fell over towards Sydney. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. Was, it it was an easy sell. Yeah. So walk, walk me through. You got off the plane, you got a place uh, to live and all that, and you, you went through the doors of General Assembly. Um, walk me through what that looked like, um, your, your first kind of days of, of trying to change into this or learn new things and become a UX designer. What do they do? Yeah, so it was it was quite interesting because I guess for for general assembly, you know, you you've spoken about it before. There's the pros and the cons. Like the pros are, mm. you know, you you get a bit of you kind of you learn the lingo of of a designer, so you kind of understand how to speak in a in an interview or talk to people about design, and you also get a portfolio, which was a big thing for me because I just didn't really understand that. I didn't know what you needed to have as a designer, like in your toolkit for an interview. So that was obviously um, really good. But for me, I kind of was like, you know, when when I was initially doing the GA course, I kind of was like, oh, I kind of know all this. You know, obviously like week mm. one, week two. Um, but as, as you get into it, you realize that like your consultant mind or, you know, the way that you, you would naturally approach a project or a problem as a consultant is so different to the way that you would do it as a designer. So I feel like I did do that like mental shift in GA, which definitely mm. helped. Um, but for me, I guess the main thing that I needed to learn is how do I leverage like my past experiences into, you know, as a designer now. So mm. for so for me, that was a big thing because, okay, you get like out, out of GA, you get your portfolio with, you know, a, couple, you know, a client project and just a, a made up project or whatever. And you get, you know, a good, a good C, you know, you get your CV done off and you kind of know all the words, but then it's like, okay, so how do I then say my past experience builds on to me as a designer, which I think is really important for junior designers coming into the industry, especially if they've kind of pivoted from past experience, past, you know, jobs or industries. Yeah. Their story. Yeah. What is your story? Yeah, like why and, you know, you just didn't end up here by accident and stuff. Just going exactly. back a little bit more to the General Assembly piece. When you were in Dublin and you were, you know, we had this conversation and you Googled General Assembly. Like, what are the things that you were looking for at that stage to determine if this was viable? So for me, the big things I wanted was I wanted practical experience. So, you know, I feel like you can learn the, the material but actually implementing it was a big thing for me. I wanted to be able to um, work on a project with a client and, you know, have actual outcomes out of it. So that was one thing. The second thing was um, at the end of it, they do kind of a, a demo day or a presentation day. And this is literally where they get um, companies to come in and you present your, you know, your portfolio, you present yourself and it's an opportunity to get, to get a job out of it. And I actually thankfully did get a job out of it but that was mm. kind of another one of the big things that i needed yeah. was i wanted that connection into the sydney workforce 
So you weren't just looking at one block ahead, you were looking at blocks one, two, and three ahead of the sequence of the, the, the change. So you weren't just looking at the training, you were looking at what comes after that. You're being oh, quite strategic. completely, completely, yeah. Because I think, you know, that's, that's what you want. You know, uh, if mm. you want to be a UX designer, you don't want to just do a UX design course. You actually want to get a job. So that's the main, I don't know, I feel like that's the biggest, that was the biggest goal for me anyway, is yeah. does GA help me get a job? Does it, your outcome, you're looking for the outcome. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, that's your, that was your success, was a, a job, <laughs> in it, not the knowledge being applied, which which is interesting because in the university roles out there at the moment, you go through university and you're given the knowledge, that's, that's their goal and that's your goal, but in GA's model for you, it was, I want to get a job, like I, I need that hookup almost. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, because I think I got, I, like I learned a good bit through, um, you know, I did a bit of a mentorship with Fjord back in, in Dublin mm. and that was really, really helpful. So I, I did understand the process, mm. um, but I just, I guess I just needed a job. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So what, what were the, the, the bits I guess that you would do differently, you know, over the last uh, year or two years. Like, well, what, what have you learned? And what have you been like, oh, funny, I did that. I might have been a little bit better. I guess for me, it's just like starting earlier. For Like, honestly, I was thinking about this. I was thinking about moving into UX design for so long, for, I guess, a year before I even spoke to you. Mm. And the reason I didn't do anything about it was, I think I was just scared or I didn't know. I didn't really, I had no idea what to do. You know, what were you I scared of? Know. Just an interest. What, you said you were scared. Scared of what? I guess you know. I was in. I was in a good company. I you know. I was in a good role, and I I really like you know. I liked my team and everything like that. So, I was just nervous that you know. What if I'm just you know? I, I didn't. Re I didn't really know. Like because I didn't know what UX design was or mm. where it would go. I was like, look, I'm comfortable here. I know what this is. I don't know what UX design will bring. So yeah. I was just not comfortable making that shift. Yeah, it's, it's really interesting. So after you went through um, the the course, was it a three-month course, I think it was? Yeah, yeah, three months. And what were you looking for whenever, you know, the, the General Assembly um, course was presented to you? You know, what was important to you in making that selection? Because there's a few other people in the, in the, the local market that do something similar. Yeah. Um, so, what made you choose General Assembly over, say, Academy XI? It was I actually asked. Um, you had put me in contact with a couple of UX, um, you know, c senior designers in the Sydney, um, in in Sydney, yeah. and I actually asked them. I was like, you know, what, which one would you, um, would mm. you rate higher if you saw it on a on a CV? And um, they they just said that you know they they are you know a lot of the the, the schools that are out there are quite similar. I guess the reason that General Assembly might be have a better brand is just because it's a bit more internationally recognized would be the first thing. And mm. secondly, because it's a little bit older, people do know what it is. So yeah. that was actually the reason that I decided to go with it. Yeah. So your trainer in General Assembly, um, walk me through who trained and what, what they were like, because I, I think I know the answer to this, but I'm, I want to give you yeah, a yeah. And... yeah, Susan Wolf. Um, oh, she's unbelievable like i just thought she was an incredible teacher uh yeah shout out to susan wolf she's she's great and um, highly recommend recommend her um yeah like so i guess the reason i really liked her was because she had um that industry knowledge as well so it wasn't just 
um, looking at it from an educational standpoint. She she mm. tied everything back to case studies or she tied everything back to, you know, previous work that she had done. And I guess that just made it so much more relevant because mm-hmm. you understood, okay, here's what happens. Here's how it, you know, get, can get completely messed up. And here's what it's like in real world. And you're like, okay, so because you've got a little bit of a taste of it, you're like, okay, that's really interesting. Um, yeah, that's great. Yeah. So um, tell us a little bit about uh, where you're at now and what, what you're doing. Yeah, so now um, I'm working as a UX designer in Blue Egg. So it's a um, design agency based here in Sydney. And I've been working here now for about six six months or so now. Um, yeah, so I've been I've actually got a chance to work on an end-to-end um, product design project, which was actually really, really interesting. Um, got to kind of do the full full double diamond, as they say. So um, it, it was great. <laughs> Please, um, yeah, please, you know, it'll show how you how young I am and my whole uh, no, no, my experience. <laughs> but um, but no, it's it's been really interesting because I I've got to see the full spectrum of the design process, which has been nice. You know, I've seen, you know, the user interviews, the the deep deep user research, but I've also then got the experience of doing the high fidelity prototyping as well, which has been really really nice. Um, hmm. and that's kind of what I'm doing there. I'm also of course helping helping you out and this is hcd which has been amazing as well so i've um thanks for that you're not <laughs> yeah, helping, me. Yeah. You're, you're, you're helping the, the listeners in sydney you're doing a wonderful job you've started doing online meetups um in in light of the pandemic and they're going wonderfully well that's the feedback that everyone is giving us anyway so tell us yeah. what you're doing with with this is hcd yeah like it's actually um it's amazing and I guess as well, like thanks, thank you again for for the, the opportunity of doing it. It was it was interesting when I first joined because um, being as I'd only been in Sydney about eight months at the or geez, I don't even know, yeah, eight months at the time. You know, my network wasn't exactly overflowing with people, so um, it was a great way of kind of meeting meeting new designers, talking to new designers, and just I guess um, creating a space where people could talk. And I think it's just so important at the moment. Um, especially now people are just, you know, isolating or, you know, during this quarantine time, it's, it's so nice to be able to have a space where people can just jump on their, jump on their laptops and join a call. And um, we had our first uh, design meetup online. Um, Was it? Yeah, it was last week. Yeah, last week um, with Josie, Josie Bim from Cochlear. So um, that was really, really interesting. Yeah. So if people want to reach out to Rebecca Murphy and learn more, you're obviously on the Slack channel for This Is HCD. Mm-hmm. Um, but tell us a little bit how they might find you online. Yeah, so um, LinkedIn, obviously, Rebecca Murphy. Uh, I'm also uh, on Twitter now as well, Rebecca M. Murphy, which is a bit of a yeah. mouthful. And, with a K as well. Um, with a K, so yeah, or E-C-E-K-A-H. <laughs> nice yeah. and easy to remember. Um, but yeah, that's basically how you can reach out to me. Great. Rebecca, I'll throw a link to those in the show notes if people want to, to connect you and ask any questions because I know there's, there's definitely lots and lots of people out there who are considering design as a career and, you know, obviously, you know, with This Is Doing as well, which has just launched recently, our, our online training yeah. um, platform, which is coming up, we're going to be helping and working in this space as well. So um, definitely reach out to Rebecca. It's it's a, it's a great opportunity. It's a great industry and, you know, 
be brave i guess that is the, the thing that i always say to people making that leap into design because it's a wonderful world rebecca thank you so much for your time today it was great speaking with you thank you so much and yeah anyone please uh reach out as uh, i've said i've had a lot of helping hands moving into this space so i'm always happy to, to help others as well so thanks I hope you enjoyed this episode and if you'd like to be part of the conversation or community, hop on over to thisishcd.com where you can join the Slack community and help shape future episodes and connect with other designers around the world or join the HCD newsletter where you can win books and get updates. Subscribe to our content on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and listen to any of our other podcasts such as Getting Started in Design, Bringing Design Closer with myself, Jerry Scullion or Power of Ten with Andy Pallane or Decoding Culture with Dr. John Curran, ProdPod with Adrian Tan, and Ethnopod with Jay Hasbrook. Thanks for listening and see you next time.